I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Named at requiring school kids to get the COVID vaccine. Several massive developments tonight related to former President Trump. We're going in-depth with CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane. Coming up in 10 minutes. Now 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The January 6th House Committee demands that President Trump testify under oath, former President Trump testify under oath, and provide documents related to the attack on the U.S. Capitol. CBS's Deborah Alfaron with more on the subpoena issued today. Committee member Pete Aguilar said they're open to questioning the former president in a live hearing. We're going to be prepared if, if the former president decides to come and if he puts all restrictions on it for live testimony. We're going to be prepared for that eventuality. Uh, we will be prepared uh, in any scenario. Trump's attorney said they are reviewing the subpoena and they call it unprecedented. But Trump is not the first former or sitting president to be subpoenaed by Congress. At least six have testified on Capitol Hill. For his failure to cooperate with the January 6th committee, former Trump aide Steve Bannon is sentenced for a contempt of Congress conviction. CBS's Scott McFarland. Steve Bannon was reprimanded in federal court in Washington for failing to comply with a January 6th committee subpoena. Judge Carl Nichols, a Trump appointee, ordered Bannon to serve four months in prison and pay a $6,500 fine, saying he showed no remorse for his actions. Bannon ignored reporters' questions on the attacking President Biden. And we will groom the Biden administration ends on the eighth evening of the 8th of November. The judge did allow Bannon to remain free pending an appeal, which could take months. A federal appeals court issues a stay to temporarily block President Biden's plans to cancel federal student loan debt. The move made hours after Mr. Biden dropped in on Delaware State University today to speak about the program. Working people, middle-class folks, Earn under 125 grand, you get up to $10,000 knocked off the debt. And if you earn under 125 grand, you receive a Pell Grant, you get a 20,000 bucks knocked off. He says some 22 million borrowers have already applied for the relief. A significant jump in the cost of COVID vaccines is in the works at Pfizer. CBS's Alexander Tin has details. Pfizer says it is preparing to shift to selling its COVID vaccines on the private market as early as next year. Once government bought supply of the updated COVID booster shots priced at around $31 per dose runs out. On the private market, Pfizer says it plans to list the shots at between $110 and $130 per dose. An executive for the company said the price is quote, well below the threshold for a highly cost-effective vaccine, citing both the value to society and changes being made to the vaccine for the needs of the commercial market, like a shift to single-use vials. The IRS raises contribution limits for retirement savings plans. This is EBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 11.03 on Friday evening, October 21st, 2022. 55 degrees going down to the 40s overnight. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour, a new video has emerged of Republican candidate for Maryland Governor Dan Cox accepting a gift from the Maryland Proud Boys. WTOP's Kyle Cooper has that story. The Proud Boys were involved in the storming of the Capitol January 6th and have a history of violence. The Washington Post says it found the video on Dan Cox's Vimeo page. Here, this is a present from Maryland Proud Boys to you. 
In the video, a man wearing a black shirt with a Proud Boys insignia approaches Cox at his primary victory party and hands him the gift, a small comb. Cox, in a statement to WTOP, said, In the noise of the victory celebration, it was hard to hear what was being said. I was surprised by him handing me something, and frankly, I did not even keep the comb. Adding, quote, I have no affiliation with anyone involved in the violence on January 6th, period. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. New tonight, two adults are under arrest for attacking a woman on a Metro bus on Monday. And Metro Transit police say more arrests are possible. Police say video taken by a passenger and video from cameras on the bus helped identify 27-year-old Imani Hubbard of Southeast and 35-year-old Terry Barnes of Wilson, North Carolina. Those two are believed to be among eight people, including juveniles, who took part in the attack. The victim told police she got into an argument with a group of juveniles after boarding the W4 Metro bus and asking them, the juveniles, to stop cursing. She says things escalated. The group started throwing things at her. Then they pushed her off the bus at one of the stops. An internal investigation by Metro concluded that the bus driver did not follow proper procedures during the incident, and the driver will face discipline for that. Metro General Manager Randy Clark says he personally called the victim to apologize for what happened, adding that such behavior can't be tolerated on Metro or anywhere. Two men from southeast D.C. are facing charges of assaulting a police officer after an incident on Stanton Road late last night. But Ward 8 residents are saying the reality is they were the ones assaulted by police. The police department did come to the community because there was a shooting. And I don't want to skip over that. But Ward 8 Councilman Trayon White says what was captured on video going viral, showing one person being slammed into a fence, his back bending over backwards with violent force is unacceptable. You can clearly see aggressive use of police force uh, through the video. That man's identified as 23-year-old Tyon Jackson. Also arrested was 30-year-old Tawan Coleman, who White says was kicked repeatedly by an officer. MPD's posture is that the gentleman was releasing his foot from his arm. White says, but I didn't see the subject. I seen his foot go forward, come back, and go forward again and come back. I was horrified as a mother. Amina Saladin is Coleman's mother. I couldn't believe what I saw. Both men were arraigned, and for now at least, their cases are moving to trial. At MPD headquarters, John Dome in WTOP News. In Virginia, Republican elected leaders say they will oppose any legislative effort to add the COVID-19 vaccine to the state's list of required immunizations for school kids. The announcements by Governor Glenn Youngkin and House Speaker Todd Gilbert came after a panel of U.S. vaccine experts said that COVID shots should be added to lists of recommended vaccinations for kids and adults. On top of that, Virginia Attorney General Jason Miyares tweets today that Virginia law is clear. CDC recommendations impose no conditions on school attendance in Virginia. Coming up after traffic and weather, we are following several important developments related to former President Donald Trump today. We'll get details and go in-depth with CBS's Scott McFarland. Stay here. It's 1107. If you run a commercial property, the fastest way to cut energy costs is to repair or replace your mechanical insulation. Hi, I'm Brian Cavey of Insulators and Allied Workers Local 24. In most commercial buildings, as much as 30% of the mechanical insulation is damaged or missing, and that means higher energy costs for your company. Trust me, if you invest in your insulation now, you will save on the bottom line later. Cut energy costs fast with Insulators Local 24. Get started at insulators24.org. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. 
Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell and Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell and Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Fairfax area attorneys, a partner men can count on, office in Falls Church. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. It's 1108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Ian Crawford's in the WTOP Traffic Center. Here we go again on the Capitol Beltway crossing from Maryland into Virginia. The Outer Loop Work Zone is back, and oh, brother, do we have it. As you pass the George Washington Memorial Park where you're doing so, single file to the left. So expect delays coming off the Legion Bridge as everyone lines up to the left in a single file to get past the overnight work zone. On the rest of the Outer Loop, we're actually fairly quiet. Watch for the transition, though, from the outer loop to go west on 66. Should be a single right lane of the ramp, normally a two-lane ramp, to make your transition there. Inner loop work on the Beltway is going to be after Georgetown Pike. Two right lanes should be getting by. Unclear whether they set anything up between 123 and the Dallas Toll Road, where they have been taking a couple of lanes each of the past two nights. On 66, the fun has already begun, trying to get from Falls Church toward Vienna and Oakton. The work zone has already set up over the top of the Capital Outway carrying you to a point past Nutley Street, and a single left lane is how she goes. It's going to be another very slow ride as you try to make your way toward Fair Lakes and Fair Oaks and points west. On the eastbound side, we have work inside the Beltway tonight near the Roslyn Tunnel after Route 29 at Roslyn, exit 73. That is single left to get by the Milligan Paving Project. On 395, the bridge painters are back. And we have got them southbound after before Duke Street. It's going to be two left lanes to get by. Northbound coming out of the Springfield Interchange at Edsel Road. That's single left to get by. In Maryland on 95 and on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, Beltway to Beltway, we are good. 200, the intercounty connector, the earlier crash eastbound near New Hampshire Avenue, now gone from the left side. The sparkling romantic comedy Holiday at Arena Stage spotlights class, success, and the infallibility of love in the roaring 20s. Tickets at arenastage.org slash radio. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now to Doug Kammerer. Storm Team 4 tracking the next couple of days for you, and we've got a really great start to the weekend. First of all, your Friday night looking great over the next couple of hours. We will see temperatures that will start to drop. Going to be in the low to mid-30s by early on your Saturday morning in the suburbs, uh, around 40 degrees or low 40s inside the Beltway. High temperatures, though, upper 60s to around 70. Just gorgeous on your Saturday afternoon with plenty of sun. Sunday, more clouds, a high of 67. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Outside the WTOP studios now, 50 four degrees lows in the 40s overnight brought to you by long fence save 15 percent on long fence decks pavers and fences go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate it's 11 11 a flurry of big news this evening all connected to donald trump the january 6th house committee has now sent a subpoena to the former president demanding he testify about the capitol riot Ex-Trump advisor Steve Bannon is sentenced to four months in prison after being found guilty of contempt of Congress for not cooperating with the House panel. And the Washington Post reports the classified papers the former president kept at Mar-a-Lago held secrets about Iran and China. 
Dimitri discusses it all with CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane, starting with the panel's demand that the former president testify about the insurrection. Remember those days when we had laid back casual Fridays? This was not one of them. The House January 6th Select Committee subpoena requires documentation to be provided by the former president by November 4th and a deposition on or about November 14th. Those dates, they're coming down the pike. They're also pretty close to November 8th, which of course is midterm election day. One committee member told me they're going to be open and flexible on those deadlines. They'd be able to negotiate with the former president the parameters of this deposition. They'd be open to doing it live and on camera at a public hearing, according to one committee member. The dates will be flexible. But nevertheless, this is, at the 11th hour, the statement from the January 6th committee that they want to sit face-to-face with the man who has quite clearly been the center of their investigation, the former president. Do you think it's all about a long court battle now? As for the January 6th committee and its investigation, it doesn't have time for a long court battle. They have only two and a half months until they're done as a committee. They have to complete their investigation. In their letter to the former president, the committee said that they want his testimony because they are still considering legislative fixes to prevent a future January 6th riot. And they also say they want to hear what the former president has to say about key figures in this investigation who pleaded the Fifth Amendment, like Roger Stone, like former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. They say they want a lot more information, and they are short on time to get it. You were talking about Flynn and Roger Stone. There's another prominent name among those in Donald Trump's circle. It's ex-advisor Steve Bannon, who has now been sentenced to four months in prison. What's the story with Bannon? Bannon has been sentenced to four months in prison and a $6,500 fine after being convicted on two counts of contempt of Congress by a jury here in the district. The judge, though, is going to allow Steve Bannon to remain free until Bannon's likely appeal is resolved. And an appeal in the federal court system, almost by necessity, takes many, many months to resolve. So Steve Bannon's going to be a free man for a while. There aren't a number of legal analysts who predict the appeal is going to be successful, but it's already been successful in buying Steve Bannon time. He can report to the federal prison on his own power, but not until after he's completed with his appeals process. So it's going to be a while. And as if all of that wasn't enough news, the Washington Post reports the classified papers that the former president kept at Mar-a-Lago held secrets about Iran and China. What are you learning tonight? Yeah, one former Justice Department official, and I emphasize former Justice Department official, says those are the crown jewels. This indicates that this investigation would be more than just an investigation of documents and the preservation of documents and record keeping and misallocation of documents, but of potential secrets that, if exposed, could harm national intelligence, raises the stakes higher in what has already been a pretty high-stakes investigation in the August 8th seizure of records of Mar-a-Lago. That is CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane on Skype. Up ahead on WTOP, the Wizards face the Bulls in their season home opener. We'll tell you about it in sports. It's 11:14. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. 
Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now back to Frank Hammerhand. Wizards were up by 17. They hold off Chicago 102-100. The Bulls actually had a last gasp three that did not go down. Kyle Kuzma, 26.6 rebounds. Bradley Beal hit the uh, go-ahead bucket with seven seconds left. He had 19 points, eight assists for the Wizards. Who we are and getting stops, you know, that's what's going to win us games. You know, we, we can't win games without getting stops. And sometimes, I mean, we respect everybody. Everybody's a pro. You know, the last two games we played, Indiana has good guys, and Chicago, for damn sure, has pros and good guys on their team, too. So we respect that, you know, but we don't back down. We don't give in to their runs. We, you know, that's, that's a part of the game we're going to run, too. Wizards now 2-0. They get the Cleveland Cavaliers on Tuesday night. And LCS, a little controversy in the ninth. Padres uh, player ejected after arguing a check swing that did not look like a strike three. Phillies hold off the Padres 4-2. They had uh, runners at first and the check swing. If it was called a ball, they would have had runners at first and second. But uh, that's not the case. Phillies now lead that best of seven series two games to one. Houston and the Yankees tomorrow in game number three. Houston's already up to zip. I'm Frank Handrahan, WTOB Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. President Biden's student loan debt forgiveness plan is temporarily on hold. This while a federal appeals court considers a motion from six Republican-led states that are trying to block the program. An administrative stay was issued late today. The House panel investigating January 6th has subpoenaed former President Trump for testimony and records related to the orchestrated plot to overturn the 2020 election. The committee says Mr. Trump personally oversaw that effort. And more than 800 ex-cons are getting back their right to vote in Virginia. Governor Glenn Youngkin says second chances are essential. The former prisoners have to register by Monday. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. In other news, adoption fees will be waived for all cats and dogs through Sunday at D.C.'s Humane Rescue Alliance. It's part of the Mars Pet Care's 14th annual Adoption Weekend. The Alliance has more than 110 cats and dogs available for adoption at its two locations. The shelter on Oglethorpe Street Northwest is open through Sunday from noon to 7. The shelter on New York Avenue Northeast is open for dog adoptions tomorrow only from noon to 4. Now, all adopted pets will go home with food and pet gear. This will help them get settled in their new homes. It's 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Back to Ian Crawford in the traffic center. And back to the Capitol Beltway. It is getting very sluggish very quickly in our work zone right across the Legion Bridge, Outer Loop. From Maryland into Virginia, the work zone on the Virginia side, single left lane to get by. And again, the ride very slow. Expect delays from Bethesda heading toward McLean across the American Legion Bridge. Once you are past that, you should be okay. There is one other pinch point, however, on the outer loop. The ramp to go west on I-66 at exit 49 should be single right lane on that ramp. Now, 266, and the fun has already begun on 66 westbound from there from Falls Church all the way to about Vienna and Oakton from before the Capitol Beltway to near Nutley Street. It'll be a single left lane to get by, and they may have just shut down the ramp from westbound 66 onto the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway. Just saw some notation of that from Virginia State authorities. Additionally, 
before and after the Fairfax County Parkway. Your single left past that work zone as well. It's going to be a slow ride as you make your way toward Centerville and on toward Gainesville. Eastbounders, nothing sided so far. If you see it first, however, let me know. 866-304-WTOP. The cameras don't always see everything. Inside the Beltway, however, 66 down to a single left lane near Route 29 at Roslyn, exit 73. That's spilling and paving. That's taking up the right side. 395. Southbound work is going to be near Duke Street with two left lanes blocked. Northbounders at Edsel Road coming out of the Springfield Interchange. Single file left to get past that work zone. Maryland, 95 on the BW Parkway. Quiet. 50 across the Bay Bridge. We're doing two-way traffic on the eastbound span, but doing so without delay. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Storm Team 4 tracking your weekend. A great-looking Saturday starting off on a chilly note, but warming nicely. Upper 60s to around 70 during the afternoon with abundant sunshine. On Sunday, we'll see plenty of cloud cover and a slight chance of a shower. Uh, most of that I-95 and off towards the east with temperatures in the mid-60s. So enjoy your weekend. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 51 in Reston now, 53 in Bethesda, and 41 in Woodbridge. Lows in the 40s overnight. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up right here on WTOP, we'll tell you about the first monkeypox-related death recorded in Maryland. It's 1121. Here's Gingy Lindsay, Director of Public Health at CareFirst Blue Cross Blue Shield. Joined WTOP on a discussion on transforming health care. Public health uh, tends to focus on populations, while healthcare delivery is largely focused on the individual. You go in to see your doctor, you get a treatment plan that is tailored to your needs. And the other is the emphasis. I think while healthcare focuses on diagnosis and treatment, um, public health is really looking at prevention and wellness promotion. The great thing about both of these is that when they work together, um, they're complementary and everyone can, can benefit. And so it's really exciting to see um, other people in the industry like banking institutions and educational institu institutions really take on their role and how are we creating again more opportunity for people to to really be healthy and really thrive in our society listen to the entire discussion on wtop.com search care first 1122 when tragedy strikes so does a daughter's thirst for revenge Washington National Opera presents Richard Strauss's hauntingly beautiful Electra in a sleek new production with superstar soprano Christine Gerke in the title role Fasten your seatbelt for this power-packed masterpiece inspired by the Greek tale and performed by a renowned international cast. October 29th through November 12th in the Kennedy Center Opera House. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. October is beautiful at Hillwood Estate Museum and Gardens. Come stroll through the 13 acres of formal gardens bursting with fall color. Tour the mansion and be dazzled by the unrivaled collection of decorative art. And don't miss the special exhibition, Grace of Monaco, Princess in Dior. Exploring the glamorous fashion of the legendary Grace Kelly, Princess of Monaco, created by the House of Dior through clothing, accessories, photos, and more. On view now. Plan your visit at hillwoodmuseum.org. This is WTOP News. 1123. Maryland's health department has announced the state's first monkeypox-related death. It says the patient had a severe case because they were immunocompromised. No further details about the patient were provided. The health department says most people who get monkeypox recover without any serious complications or even the need for medical treatment. But it is encouraging Marylanders to get vaccinated if they are at high risk of being exposed to the virus.
As we've been reporting this week, D.C.'s Children's National Hospital is filled to capacity, and the issue is not happening just there. The Washington Post is reporting that many regional pediatric units have limited room for sick kids. It isn't because of COVID. There is a surge in a respiratory virus that especially affects children. CBS Chief, Me- uh, Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook tells WTOP what that virus is and who is more at risk. We're talking about something called RSV, respiratory syncytial virus. What's happening now is we're seeing an earlier than usual season of RSV. Theories about why that is, maybe the last couple of years we've been masking, we've been indoors, we haven't had our immunity exposed to RSV because every year a couple of million kids under five are exposed, they build up some immunity. So the problem is, especially in premature infants and very young infants, kids who have chronic lung disease, disease, congenital heart disease, kids with immune systems uh, or neuromuscular disorders, and then the older people also who have problems. So it's something that people really have to be on the alert for. Every year, about 58,000 kids under age five are hospitalized with RSV. Meanwhile, about 1,000 students at a high school in Northern Virginia were out sick today because of a widespread illness within the school. A spokesperson says nearly half the student body at Stafford High School have flu-like and gastrointestinal symptoms. Stafford High has canceled all activities and athletic events through Sunday. The school says it's working with the health department to find out more about what's causing these illnesses. Of course, when we find out, we will pass it along to you. It's 1125. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow gained 749 points in Friday's session. That was 2.5%. Verizon stock fell 5% Friday, hitting an 11-year low after reporting just 8,000 new wireless subscribers last quarter. The fiscal 2022 U.S. budget deficit was cut in half. After two years of COVID-related spending, the Washington Post cites documents that show Elon Musk would cut 75% of Twitter's workforce if he takes over ownership. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And coming up on WTOP, an appeals court has temporarily issued an administrative stay over President Biden's student debt forgiveness program. So it is temporarily on hold. We'll fill you in. It's 1126. The WTOP Charity of the Month for October is the Susan G. Komen Foundation. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Turn breast cancer awareness into action by supporting Susan G. Komen's mission to save lives and end breast cancer. Donate and learn more at Komen.org. That's Komen.org. For more information, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. That's WTOP.com. Search charities. Beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. This weekend, all in-stock wood floors are now on sale at FloorMax. Get up to 50% off oak, maple, and all in-stock wood floors now at FloorMax. Act now and you'll get 0% financing. Get your new wood floors at FloorMax now. Hurry, sale ends Monday. Visit FloorMaxFloors.com, FloorMaxFloors.com. See stores for selection and details. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Fairfax area attorneys, a partner men can count on, office in Falls Church. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. 
moments. They surround us, intersecting every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever. In a region where news is never ending, a singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news. What will it take to conserve 10 billion acres of ocean, 1.6 billion acres of land, and over 600,000 miles of river? What will it take to protect and restore natural habitats in over 70 countries around the world and in all 50 states here at home? What will it take? You. Together, we will make it happen. It's in our nature. See how your gift can help at nature.org. The Nature Conservancy. Protecting nature, preserving life.